what is up guys welcome back to the stoner thoughts podcast here on spotify and tonight i have taken a stizzy edible right and the ones that i got hear them right here this is take number two because in the first take i took one and then i choked to death on the fucking weed like the actual bud that i got so these are nano enhanced mango tango cannabis infused gummies they're sativa made with live resin fast acting 100 milligrams total per container I took 10. I am not going to be stupid and take more than 10 because that is just asking for a bad time. And the bud that I got is California Sunset and it's testing at 29.687% and it's going to be good. I had taken two hits off of the bowl already. I am feeling it. I've already drank half a Pepsi. I've been trying to hit like the hit the nicotine vape to kind of mellow myself out a bit and I'm back ready to record. Because these edibles on there, it says fast acting. I wasn't expecting fast acting to mean like 10, 15 minutes. I was expecting fast acting to mean at least like 20 minutes. Like I was expecting to get like, you know how when you take edibles, you kind of get that warning of like caution. Do not take this entire fucking edible at once you will be fucked up. Like you get that tingling in your body when it starts to hit and that's when you know it's either, okay, it's time to get real comfy, get my snacks now, turn on some YouTube, turn on a movie, or it's time to lay down and get ready to pass the fuck out right now. Because once you pass that that certain point, there is no coming back from popping that edible. So, Tonight's theme is going to be, you guessed it if you haven't already, edibles. Now, there's so many different ways to prepare edibles now that it's not even funny. You can have gummies. You can make your own food at home with it. You can add some syrup into a drink and sip on it. Call it stoner lean. That's what me and my buddies called it for years. But, like... Getting fried off of edibles is dangerous because you never know when it's gonna hit at like the full force. Like you go from I'm alright to I'm feeling a little bit high to I'm fucked in like a matter of like five, ten minutes. Like there's no like, there's no ramp up time with edibles. It's just you're fucked or you're not fucked. Like there's no in between. Alright, and this night, me and my friends had made some fucking brownies, right? We were unaware that these brownies were fucking edibles until after the fact when my buddy told me, he's like, by the way, guys, I added some fucking shit that my dad made in there and his dad had made wax. So my buddy thought it was a bright idea to just drop He grabbed a sheet of shatter from his dad and just cracked it all up and dropped it in the fucking baking mix. So there was melted shatter throughout our brownies, along with the fact that I had told my friends I was bringing some special butter and didn't tell them what was special about it. It was can of butter. So when you put can of butter with wax in your brownies and you eat them and i told my buddy i'm like dude the brown the butter that i coated the pan with and added into the mix was can of butter dude and mind you we were already like a mile and a half two miles away from my buddy's house right and we were high as 
fuck. Absolutely fucking just like we were like I was like leaning on my fucking skateboard a little too hard when I was turning. I almost ate shit like five times till I hit that wall and I decided today is the day that I stop like skating and smoking. That didn't happen, but like I just walked. I picked up my fucking longboard and dragged it behind me by the wheels and I just walked my happy ass. <clears throat> Cause much like I'm getting to the point now as I feel this kind of escalating. I was in no proper state of mind to be on a skateboard. Like, if I tried to ride a skateboard right now, I might be able to, but I would constantly be stopping and starting and picking up the board and walking for a little bit. Like, there there, there would be absolutely no chance of me just being okay enough to skate at this point. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's the point that it was at. And this night, when me and my friends had decided to end our asses about a mile and a half up away from his fucking house, we decided we were just going to be like, okay, it's cool. We'll be fine. Let's just walk home. Let's just go home. We'll be good. Like, we're going to be chilling, dude. Like, it's going to be fine, man. It was not fine. We were so goddamn high walking back to my buddy's house that we decided to take, like, basically what we used to call the scenic route home. Where you went down the dark back streets at night, you could see the stars better, you could see everything, because he kind of lived partway up a hill. Well, I should say a mountain, but like, to most people that have seen mountains, this shit's not a mountain, it's a fucking hill. <clears throat> so partway up a mountain. So we're taking these back roads walking up to his house, right? And by the time we get there, it's like 12.30 a.m. We're fried out of our fucking minds, and we're starting to kind of like mellow out from the edibles and get to the point where we all just wanted to sleep but what do we do i peek up and i tell my friends hey how do you guys feel about smoking another bowl and they went for it like they went for it full on like they were like yeah let's do that like i'm down let's fucking go let's 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 smoke another bowl let's let's do it let's go and i was like all right all right cool 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 and I told them, I'm like, before we do this, let's all sit outside in a circle. Your mom's gone. We're just going to smoke a little bit, right? And my buddy goes, I have some of that shatter left. What if we threw some of that shatter on top of the bowl? To which I, in my stoned out, fucking edibled out mind, was like, you know what? Let's do it. Put a little bit of shatter on there. That shit's going to make us go to bed. Worst fucking idea ever all right we all got stoned and paranoid and my one friend who was a way heavier smoker than everybody else in the group i mean like i smoked a lot back then but he like smoked a lot so <coughs> we're all faded as fuck i threw up after the second bong hit and my buddy goes, oh, man, like, are you good? Are you good? I'm like, yeah. And I sat down, grabbed some more food and was like, I'm cool, dude. Like, I'm chilling. And he looks at me and he goes, he's like, yeah, bud. Take that shit like a champ. Take that hit like a champ. You know, you're good. You got this. I'm like, sure, bro. Yeah. In my head, I was like, I don't have this. I don't have this at all. So I took another fucking bong rip, right? coughed it out the window almost threw up the second time you know like 
shit's fucked. Like, we're sitting in the backyard being all loud and shit. It's by this time, 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, right? So, the friend that, like, was still mellowed out a little bit, he goes, all right, let's go put on a scary movie. And all of us were like, fuck yeah. He puts on, I think it was, like, Paranormal Activity or some shit at the time. But in my head, I didn't know what movie we were watching. I just knew, I'm like, okay, we're watching a scary movie. Like, be ready for it. Be mentally prepared to get scared of something that happens in this movie. So we're chilling. Watching the movie. Starts off slow like most scary movies do. Gets to the point that, like, I am not having a good time. I've been scared, like, three, four times already from this shit. You know, the, the jump scares got me a bit because I was that fucking high. And, like, I started getting paranoid. My friend's like, dude, are you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. But I started getting paranoid as shit, man. Like, I was freaking out. I was like, this isn't cool. Like, we got to fucking do something about this. Like, we got to fucking, like, we got to make something happen. We got to make something stop. Like, so I start looking up ways to make your high come down from weed on Google. Now, Google starts telling me, like, like, eat some food, you'll feel fine. Lay down and rest. Like, and I was like, I got to stay up. I got to finish this movie. And then my buddy peeps up and he goes, I heard something about eating mango when you're high. I don't remember, like, what's supposed to happen. But, like, it said you should eat mango when you're high. For those of you that don't know, eating mango when you're high or just citrus in general makes you feel higher. Yeah, it, it intensifies the high. So after we cut up in a mango and eat like four slices of mango, we're all kind of coming down from what we had smoked earlier. It's like five o'clock in the morning at this point. The sun is beginning to rise. But we decide we're going to smoke one last bowl. And that was the worst idea ever because I literally, I threw up on my first hit and I was like, I'm fucking done. Then 20 minutes later, I get talked into taking a second hit. I take the second hit, and I'm just sitting there absolutely toasted. Like, right now, as the edible's kicking in, I'm pacing around on my porch. Like, the wind's blowing outside. So, again, sorry for the wind background noise. I mean, it'll go away eventually when it starts being windy season. But, like, I was so high, dude, that I started to get the psychedelic effects of marijuana. The room was kind of spinning. Colors looked a little bit more like vibrant. Like it's like those, it's like those old '90s videos you see of like stoners like spacing out basically, and like things start shifting and changing color, and everything's weird. Like it was like that. I hit the psychedelic phase of marijuana consumption, and I'm looking at the sunrise. It's super pretty, and I can't look away. And then like the sun comes up, and I'm like, "Fuck, it's hot." I'm going inside and going to bed. I go inside, I crash, we wake up. And good thing we were at this friend's house for the whole weekend because we wake up 14 hours later. (coughs) 14 hours had gone by. And I'm sitting there, I wake up feeling like shit. Like absolute dog shit. I felt like I wanted to fucking hang myself. Our other friend had already, like, silently gotten up, grabbed his shit, and left because he had work that morning. But he came back after he got off work, and he's like, sup, guys? Well, how you guys feeling? I'm like, dude, fuck you. Like, fuck you. And then 
he tries to convince us to take dabs. He's like, if we each take a small dab, we'll feel better because it'll put that level of THC back in your body close to what you had last night. And I believed him. So he fires up this torch he has. And mind you, I had taken dabs like two or three times before this. So I was like, all right, cool. I know I can handle a dab now. Like, maybe. All right. So he fires up the torch, cleans his little banger off, gets it super fucking hot. And I'm like, let me see it. And he passes it to me first with this little, like, it wasn't a crazy big dab, but it was a decent sized dab on the end of this fucking pog stick. And he's like, all right, slam it, bro. So I fucking take it, drip it in, spin it around, you know, his little balls spinning around in the fucking dab rig. I'm capping it and uncapping it. And I take this fucking dab, exhale. Everything felt so much worse than it felt initially. Like I was like, oh shit. Like my head was immediately spinning. I was back on that. Like I felt sick track and he goes, give it a few minutes, dude. Give it a few minutes. And maybe like an hour or two later, I felt okay again. Like, because I guess that is a thing. Smoking after you green out is like good because it helps elevate that THC level in your body and kind of levels you out because your body has had so much of it and now it has none of it. So now your body's like, okay, that's what we're missing. It's kind of similar to like cigarettes, like how people go out and smoke every like few hours or every hour on the dot. You know, it's, it's that similar feeling of like, we need this in our body right now. Like it's the reason I'm still using a fucking vape, even though I've like pretty much put down cigarettes, like, because there's that little bit of that craving. That's just enough, just enough to put you on that little pedestal where if you have a slight amount of it, you're going to be good for a while. Like a lot of people talk about it, like, like, like hard drugs, like people who are addicted to hard drugs will still occasionally do the hard drug because once their body starts to hit the withdrawal phase, it's headaches, migraines, throwing up, sick. I had a really close friend who went through a fucking heroin withdrawal like in front of us because his mom didn't care, his dad didn't care. So like he had us and he came to our house and he's like, guys, I really need fucking help. Like, this is what I'm gonna do. This is my plan. Like. He's like, he's like, I need like one week of like using like every X, Y, Z amount of hours or X, Y, Z amount of days after that. And like, I'm getting myself clean using this drug therapy thing that I found on fucking YouTube. And I was like, okay, well that sounds legit. Now that's actually a thing that people do. Like meth addicts will go to a clean clinic to get their fix so that they don't die of overdosing. And then they slowly will wean you off of it with less and less and more and more of a placebo effect. And I guess this is just common practice now. Like, I don't know. Sounds kind of suspicious to me, but hey, whatever, whatever. Like, we were like, whatever, man, just like, we'll help you. Like, we know you do fucking heroin. So like, if you're trying to cut back at least, like, Cut backing, cutting back or quitting, like quitting would be ideal, but cutting back is, you know, good too, I guess. So we let him stay. And our plan was we were going to bullshit him because my buddy took all of his heroin, flushed it down the fucking toilet, right? Oh man. And replace what was in his 
stashed was something that looked like heroin but wasn't heroin. He was like, oh, it's like licorice or something. Like he melted it down so it looked a lot like black tar and he was like, yeah, this, this is what I got, man. Like He made like his own like confectionery of drugs. And he goes, if he tries to smoke this out of a crack pipe or shoot this up, he's like, it's not gonna work because by the time this stuff gets sucked up into a syringe, it's gonna harden when it cools and then it's gonna ruin his syringe. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, you really thought this through. So like three hours later, we hear literal screaming from this dude's room. And he's like, I don't know what they fucking sold me, man. They sold me some bad shit, man. This isn't fucking heroin, dude. It smells like burnt fucking plastic. He's like, I don't know what this shit's cut with. He's thinking it's he got sold like lace drugs or something. So he wouldn't go near a needle or anything after that. Giving him the fake heroin scared him so bad that he now had a chronic fear of buying heroin on the streets because he thought he had just gotten sold something that looked like it would literally fucking kill you if you tried to if you tried to smoke it so yeah that that was how we scared my friend off of heroin it wasn't intentional but it just kind of happened i don't even know where these stories are going i'm really high at this point and uh, i'm gonna take another hit from the bong so enjoy this little bong hit asmr i guess you would call it grab me a lighter grab my bong set my mic down without breaking it Oh, Lord, that is one of the cleanest. That is one of the cleanest weeds I have ever fucking smoked. Cleanest weeds, cleanest strains I've ever fucking smoked. California sunset, dude. And it's a sativa, so I'm feeling like I want to go do some shit. I'm going to play Minecraft after this. It's going to be great. So anyways, guys. There's my stories for tonight. I'll, I'll go ahead and throw one more out there because I didn't really finish the story of our week at this friend's house. At this friend's, at the friend's house story, like, it basically ended with us getting super duper high, leveling out. That friend left because, like, he didn't want to get that stoned with us and we didn't want to get that stoned with him again. And we made that very clear. And just our week went on with us pretty much smoking and staying home. I was sick for like a day and a half of this whole week so i was just like fuck like i got like a cold like a head cold out of nowhere that fucked me up so yeah like that that's how that happened and this next story that i'm going to tell you guys is another night much like tonight and the reason i want to tell you this is because this particular day happens to be the date of the first time that i ever got high So this is going to be a little bit of a retelling. All right, a little more detail maybe. But uh, please enjoy the story of the first time that I experimented with the devil's lettuce and just exactly how that went for me. Because get this, it wasn't like... The first time that I smoked, right, was completely like... It wasn't like we planned on getting me high. Like, I had told my friends that I had already smoked weed a few times. I I lied to them. Because I was, like, 13 and thought it would be cool to be a little edgy. And 
by the time that like by the time that like we had gotten to my friend's house hung out for a little bit and we're just chilling he pulls out this fat bag of fucking weed and it looked like mostly sticks and stems sticks and stems i can't talk the edible's killing me it looked like mostly sticks and stems at this point because like we were teenagers no one was gonna sell us the good coach right off the bat my cat is trying to like jump out my window and it's scaring me so anyways we pack a fucking like little like joint we rolled out of some paper we found like some old old ass rolling papers that my friend found in his dad's stash of shit and he stole a couple rolling papers we rolled a joint like i knew how to do that weirdly enough because i had rolled joints at like parties and stuff before but i never smoked at parties and i always told people i don't smoke at parties the truth was i was too scared to smoke weed so what ended up happening is our friend lights this joint and we're we're like passing it around in a circle and finally it gets to me and i'm just like oh fuck like all right cool i guess and i fucking took like a fucking couple big ass puffs off of it passed it to my next friend lit a cigarette because i felt lightheaded but i didn't feel stoned like how i feel now i just felt like 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 lightheaded like the world was just kind of like a little bit floatier than usual and i was just like shit man that's good weed it was not good weed I'm realizing the feeling I'm feeling now is because it was probably mostly just shit that got burnt up and I took a really nasty fucking burnt ass fucking hit. And that's why I thought that it was like good shit because it hurt like a motherfucker. Now, I didn't really get too stoned the first time I smoked. Like I, I got a little bit of munchies and we had some chips and I made a sandwich and that was like it. The number one time that like the struggle was real when I got high. Oh man, this happened years later. But this was when me and like a group of my friends were in like the struggling young adult stage where I had a decent job and my friends had okay jobs, but like we were still somehow like broke a lot. And I was still living with my parents and like going to college and going to see my girlfriend on the weekends and shit. And so like one weekend, we're all at the fu- we're all at the fucking uh, the pad, like our mine, well, not mine and my girlfriend's house cuz I didn't live there live there yet. But like it was her mom's house and we all kind of like, you know, were there all the time. Everybody was just there. Like his mom didn't even care. Like we eventually all ended up moving into this house at one point. I mean like six of us moved in because my best friend at the time had his girlfriend move in with him and he was, you know, my the my girlfriend's sister or my girlfriend's brother. I was dating my best friend's sister at the time. He had his girlfriend move in. Our other best friend moved in because he was going to be like literally homeless. And then eventually at one point his girlfriend moved in and then finally I moved in and then we had our roommate who was this super chill fuckboy that I miss to this very day who we both had like this weird obsession with pop punk music. So one night I vividly remember is getting stoned and playing a day to remember with him on the electric guitar and me on the acoustic. And just like, we were fucking singing for hours, dude. Like so like a bunch of different fucking pop punk songs. Like we played some neck deep and like at random at one point when I was singing, he just started harmonizing with my vocals. So we decided to fucking record. We have like, 
four YouTube videos somewhere on a channel we made that I can't remember the name of. That I don't know how many views they have, but like, we sat there and it was like a two hour video of us just playing pop punk music. Like talking to the camera like, fuck yeah, like, oh, that was fucking sick. Let's do another one. What are we going to play? Play some neck deep. Okay, cool. I'll paint you a picture. Like, it was like that. Like, we just went ham on the recording that night. But like the struggle of all of us being in that house was throughout the day. If other people were like at work or not home or out and about, we would smoke by ourselves, get the munchies, and the food in the kitchen was all communal. Like nobody put their name on anything, unless it was like your leftovers from going out to dinner or something where you're like, hey, this is the other half of my cheeseburger from Red Robin. If you fucking touch it, I'll break your fucking knuckles. Like we were aggressive with protecting the leftovers because every fucking pothead knows that getting food when you're stoned and in the mood to eat is one thing. But having leftovers or something in the fridge that you can just go grab and eat is like amazing. Like not having to cook is the goal with that shit. And like, oh my God, I just, I love it. I love it. Just, I'm, I'm about to go get some snacks when I go inside right now. Like that's just facts. That's just the way it is. Like that's happening. But sometimes there would be not enough snacks for everybody to have munchies if we would all go outside and smoke to the point that the struggle time happened in summer and me and me and the the pop puck friend looked at each other and we're like dude we gotta get some soda man like we ran out of dr pepper i put a case in the fridge like two days ago and in a house full of potheads one case of dr pepper lasts about like six hours it's terrible so like we walked our asses to the fucking store, right? Walked our asses to the Circle K that was by our house right there. We bought like two big gulp, or not two big gulps, two like extra large sodas each. This is when like Circle K's like hot dogs and stuff were tolerable. So like we each got like two hot dogs. I put like nachos and pico de gallo and fucking onions and mustard and ketchup and mayo on mine. And I was like, it's a Mexican hot dog, bro. And I ate the whole fucking thing right there in the Circle K. Like, before I even paid for it, I fucking devoured it. And I told the cashier, I'm like, don't worry, I'm good for it. Like, I'm getting all of this. And the cashier's like, dude, I don't fucking care, man. Like, He's like, what am I going to do, make you spit it out? And I was like, well, no, but... And then, like, I grabbed, like, four tall cans of Dr. Pepper... For my personal use, like these were getting hidden in my room. I didn't care if I had to drink them warm. I just go out to the kitchen and get some ice in a cup first. But these were like my personal sodas. And like somehow, somehow I come out in the kitchen in the middle of the day one day and one of my Dr. Peppers is on the kitchen counter. And I asked my girlfriend, like, did you grab it? She goes, no. I asked my other fucking roommates, I'm like, did you guys grab it? And they're like, no, we don't go in your room. And I realized that it was sitting right next to my pack of cigarettes. And apparently I had gotten stoned, gone outside, grabbed a Dr. Pepper, gone out for a cigarette, and still, like, forgot that it was there. I forgot that it was there, and I forgot to take it back to my room, and I forgot to take it to work, and, like, I just, I forgot about it. Completely forgot about it. It was terrible. And I was so just like, 
like disappointed because I wanted to like punch something. I was like, fuck, I feel so stupid right now. I'm sorry I yelled at all you guys. And the struggle of it was like maintaining food for everybody. So finally, we came up with a plan. We would find one day off every week that everybody was off and we were going to go to the grocery store or like all of us, all of us were off and we could text the other person like, what do you want from the grocery store? And we were all going to put money towards snacks. And when we were discussing budget, I was like, okay, well, I can do like $200 a week because I was making good money at the time. So I was like, I can pay for like the majority of it. Like you guys don't have to owe me your penny back or anything. Just my weekly thing is going to be $200 on groceries if I have it. If I don't have it, I'm like, I'll do like 150 or 100. My other friend was like, all right, cool. I'll do like, you know, 60 bucks because that's all I can afford weekly. And the other friend was like, okay, cool. I'll do fucking like 80 bucks. So we ended up having a decent budget for food. And yeah, like finally we fixed the snack problem. And there was no more struggle in the house because everything was just kind of solved. And my friend's mom would make like really good Mexican food every now and then. Like one night she made like, like, like carne asada tacos and she made uh, like chicken al pastor. And so we had chicken al pastor, fucking carne asada tacos, cooked street food style. And this shit was like, oh, dude, it was melting your mouth tasty. And on that note, I'm going to go get a snack. But you guys are awesome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to this whole episode if you did. And I will talk to each and every single one of you on the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. You guys have a great night. Stay high. Stay lifted. Remember, follow me on Twitter at podcast underscore stoner. I believe that's what it is. Let me double check that real quick. Tweeter. Yeah, it's at podcast underscore underscore stoner on Twitter. But anyways, guys, you guys have a great day on Twitter, by the way. If you want, comment on one of my posts. Comment one of your stories. Just comment. Story time is the first two words. And I will read your guys' fan submissions on the podcast once I get enough of them to fill up like a half hour. So anyways, guys, take it easy. Have a good one. And I'll talk to all y'all on the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Good night.